What's going on, guys? This is Dave Heilman, a.k.a. Dynasty Dorks. This is the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win contest with a $1,000 prize. $1,000. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Patreon. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app and get last-minute tickets with lowest guaranteed prices. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code DGEN. New customers are able to score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. That's $200 in your pocket for just a $5 bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DGEN. Welcome in. It's uh, less than less than three weeks away from football. Football season is right on the corner. Your drafts are probably this weekend. And we're going to talk dynasty quarterback rankings. And when we talk about our quarterback rankings, we're not just going to go through the rankings. We are also going to talk about trading. Trading right now is an extremely important piece. Timing is everything. And if you want to buy low on a guy that you think is going to break out week one, you better do it now before you have to pay the price. And we're going to talk about tearing up, tearing down, how to do it, and then give you some examples on how to do it. First thing I got for you, Brad, Jonathan Taylor has formally requested a trade. They've given him permission now to do so. Do you think that something actually happens with him? Not a chance. Not a chance. I think the the price is going to be a little too high. The asking price, it just now is not the time. You're already you're like right at the beginning of the start of the season. Teams aren't looking to make that kind of move right now. So I just I think he stays put. He ends up playing for the Colts all season. I don't think you have anything to worry about with him sitting out or anything like that. But no, I ultimately do not think he moves. Can't stay for the live, but I'll, I'll watch the rerun. Jamie, we really do appreciate you, man. You know, I hope, uh, hope you have a good one. We're going to get straight into the content here. Um, I will just give one little thing on the Jonathan Taylor situation. I don't think he's just going to play on the current contract. And so if he sits out all season, he's not going to accrue a year, and then he's not going to be able to get a contract next year. So if he sits out all season – then that's fine, but he's you have to play, you have to be available for at least I think eight games or ten games. Remember Le'Veon Bell to accrue a year so he can be able to be a uh, you know a free agent next year, but he won't be free if they tag him. So he might get tagged next year. So yep. I, I think it's going to be really hard. You, the only teams that could trade for Jonathan Taylor are the teams that are contenders that have cap. And a, a need at the running back position. It's a very small group of people, and I just don't see a lot of people doing it. It could happen. You know, you could see it happen. You saw CMC big trade last year, but it was the middle of the season. 
I just I don't know if they do a team that's, that knows they're in contention at that point. Yeah. So a team that want like I mean a team like Buffalo, if they want to go do it, maybe they go and do it right now and not wait because they they can't wait around. That division's stacked. Um, now there's some teams out there. You know, Minnesota's an interesting one. Denver Broncos. But I just think that it's going to be really hard to find a team that's going to pay him because I don't think he's going to get traded to a team. They're going to trade a first round pick or multiple seconds to get him and then not pay him any plays. So um, here's some consensus rankings. I broke them up into some tiers. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the tiers. Just kind of gave a a quick look at what some of those could we see a runner back strike coming soon? Uh, I don't (laughs) I don't think so. Um, I think that's what they talked about, and and then two days later, Saquon Barkley signed a you know nine hundred thousand um, dollar extension. Yeah. Josh Jacobs is coming back to camp. Yeah, I'd be curious the language in the NFLPA and whether or not that's even a a plausible thing for a portion of the players to go on strike. I, I'd I'd be shocked if it could be just this group and not the entirety of the players players association. So. But I don't know that contract well enough to know whether or not that's the case. So, all right. So let's talk about our first tier, and that's Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. And so, Brad, do you think anyone else belongs in this tier? Not even close. No. Uh, I mean, Patrick Mahomes all, is on all three. A, do you have all three in the same tier? I have all three in that order in my first tier. It just makes sense. You've got Patrick Mahomes, who's just at another level, period, regardless. He doesn't have that rushing upside that Allen and Hurts has, but the passing volume is unfreaking real, regardless of who's catching passes for him. And then when you look at Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, while they're not as an elite of a passer and a quarterback as mentally as Patrick Mahomes is, they have those legs to push them up the ranks with him. So I think you've got three guys that are really probably going to lead this tier for a long time coming. Yeah, and uh, as far as Patrick Mahomes, I think last year he put up, you know, he there was a lot of haters out there. Tyreek Hill's gone. He's going to fall flat in his face. I heard a lot of people, some people say he was going to be exposed. Um, no, he wasn't exposed. In the beginning of the season, the teams were playing deep safety, and they really started to make him change it. I think it made him better, <laughs> and that's the crazy part. And the yeah. Chiefs decided, you know what's more important than paying the receiver? protecting the quarterback and they put the money in the offensive line instead of the uh, receiver. Um, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts is my, it's my QB one in redraft, but I, I have the same order for, um, for dynasty. And I think the next guys are, you know, they're not far behind, but I do think there's a separation. So if I'm in my draft, everybody that's in the light blue or the dark blue, I'm totally fine with them being my quarterback one. And, you know, in your one quarterback leagues, like Trevor Lawrence in the sixth, seventh round of your one quarterback leagues in uh, redraft is amazing. Um, maybe in, in dynasties going, you know, fourth or fifth round. That's something to consider when you're talking about these ranges. If Joe Burrow is going in the third and Trevor Lawrence is going in the sixth, give me Trevor Lawrence. And, and so that's something we're going to talk about today is tearing down. And so the next tier is Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence. Do you think anyone from that next, that like aqua blue, deserves to be in this group? Uh, in the first group? Oh, you're saying in that third tier up into the second? Yeah. Uh, no, not right now. 
I think you could at the end of the season see that tier jump from four to six with Justin Fields. If we see some progression as a passer, he moves up into that list. And if Deshaun Watson returns to what he used to be pre uh, pre issues, he could possibly bump up into that tier as well. Kyler Murray, just because of the injury and taking some time, I, I don't see him moving up and Anthony Richardson, I just think is a little bit of a project and is going to take some time to move up into a top, uh, a higher tier than where he's at right now. Yeah. And so like, let's just talk about this. And so Brad, I don't know if you can pull some trades up, but maybe we can pull some trades up about how somebody jumps from tier two to tier one and how they can jump from tier two to tier three and add some extra pieces. So I'll just talk a little bit about why you would do the first part why I would trade up to go and tear up to go from a, like a Trevor Lawrence to a Jalen Hurts or a Patrick Mahomes. You would do that if, if you have the depth to do it. And so I'm not doing that if it's going to cost me another starter because that's going to weaken my, my starting lineup, my, my roster. But if I have extra pieces, let's say I have, I, I got, you know, I got lucky and got a couple extra running backs or a couple extra picks. And I want to really go and get a difference maker. Trevor Lawrence is a great piece, but Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes, that's like when you're facing them on a weekly basis, you're you're not happy. And nope. so and so that's the reason I would do that. And then on the opposite side, if I needed the depth, let's say that I was like, you know what, I don't really have a QB3 at all, or I could use some some draft capital, I could use some pieces. That's where maybe I go and, and trade Josh Allen for a Lamar Jackson plus or a Trevor Lawrence plus. And so that's my mindset when I'm tearing up or tearing down. So so you hit the nail right on the head because the trades that I'm looking at, I'm seeing Lamar Jackson and DJ Moore for Josh Allen and Mike Williams, right? Just like you said, a little bit of a tear down from Josh Allen down to Lamar Jackson. And then you're Lynn ending up with, uh, you know, DJ Moore versus Mike Williams. Pick your poison there. Obviously, DJ Moore is a little bit younger. Uh, but look, we're talking about Patrick Mahomes in some ways. Look, they have the first game of the season against the Detroit Lions, and we've been waiting all year, and that time has finally arrived. And not even to mention, college football is also back. So all the traditions, the tailgates, and the great offers – from our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly, instantly, when you bet just $5 on any college football game. Look, I'm not going to go down the college ranks, but the one that I'm looking at is the first game of the season, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Detroit Lions. Six, or uh, I'm sorry, six and a half point favorites for the Kansas City Chiefs and an over under of 54 and a half. I really like those lines for first game of the season. So I'm excited to get my bets in. So kick off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use our promo code DEGEN, D-E-G-N. And new customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when you just bet just $5 on any college football bet. Again, that's only on DraftKings Sportsbook with our code DGEN. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text Hope New York to 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. 
And in partnership with the Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races, all games are regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please be sure to play responsibly. And in Connecticut, help is available for problems with gambling. Make sure you call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKing.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling bonuses. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance, and eligibility and deposit restrictions do apply. The terms, again, are at sportsbook.com football. Yeah, and this show is also sponsored by Game Time. And so all of you out there are going to be watching football Monday and Thursday and Sunday and and sometimes on Saturdays. And you got to prep for your fantasy football on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And and you're going to be in the doghouse most likely. And like like me, if you're like me, you're trying to, you know, buy a little bit of that time. And so the best way to do it is go to gametime.co and and they're able to get you some great deals on concert tickets, uh, on just tickets in general. Um, obviously, if you're going to go to the game, you can do that. But you know, personally, I'm I'm going to do that and, and take my you know my kiddo and go see some go see some uh, SmackDown this week. Um, but you know, the, the wife she she wanted to go to a concert. I was looking at it, and uh, you know, we know buying tickets can be stressful. I'm looking at it. I'm like, man, this is crazy. There's just a, it's a lot of money. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Killer deals on last-minute prices, best guaranteed price, and you can stop stressing over tickets, and that's what saved me. Wife's birthday was coming up. I had some tickets lined up, and I said, man, this is just, it's just too much. I think we're just going to stay home. Game time came in the clutch. Got got deal 50, 50% off of what the other prices had, and so we're going to be going to a concert on Labor Day weekend. Um, super excited to go see uh, CJ going. And so um, what are some things that, that – that you like, like for me, the flash deals, last minute tickets, like that's the best part for me. Um, you know, you don't, you're going to do on a Friday night, all of a sudden flash deal happens. Um, you know, you get to see the seat views, the lowest prices guaranteed. Um, you know, you go to these, these places and it's like uh, going and searching for like plane tickets. It's like, it's just going to be super confusing. You don't know where you're going to seat and what the seat's going to look like. And so they give you the actual image of what the seats are going to look like. And that's awesome. Um, Game Time is a place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has hot deals and tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals and tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and the row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's crazy. Get images of your seats when you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you get to the game. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you don't have to dig through your emails. All you got to do is to snag the tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem. Use code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, Brad, we were talking about tearing down. You gave us some good examples earlier. Can you run that run that through? Is DJ Moore? Yeah, so Lamar Jackson and DJ Moore for Josh Allen and Mike Williams. So you're tearing down from Josh Allen to Lamar Jackson. You're tearing up from Mike Williams up to DJ Moore from a dynasty perspective. 
I think that's good depending on if are you looking for some longevity in the wide receiver position. Some people might look at that and say, hey, you know what? Is Lamar Jackson really a tear down? You find those guys that really believe that he's going to take a step with some of these wide receivers and some of the additions that they've made to that team. Todd Monken calling plays now. So where are you at with Lamar Jackson and DJ Moore versus Josh Allen and Mike Williams? Oof. Um, yeah. And so I, I'll, I'm not a big DJ Moore guy, so I will stay with Josh Allen on this one, but I think it's a fair deal. All if right. I have Josh Allen, someone like Lamar Jackson would, that would make me think about it. Um, my just, you know, just some some concerns with Lamar Jackson um, that I don't have with Josh Allen. All right. I've got I've got three more for you and we'll make them quick because I, I really want to get you to the point to where you move Josh Allen. Would you move Josh Allen for Brock Purdy and a 24 first and a 25 first? <laughs> you start out with Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh man, I, and I I like Purdy most than better than most, but I mean, if I wouldn't do it, um, all right, I wouldn't do it. Okay, all right, let's let's put you in a little bit closer tier. So Josh Allen or Dak Prescott, Debo Samuel, and a twenty four first. Uh, Dak and Debo so, and a twenty four first for Josh Allen. And like the uh, the trade earlier, I don't know what those first can look like, but if it ends up being Purdy, who ends up being replaced next year in two late first, that's why I'm out. This one's Dak Debo and a first. Yep, I, I'm still not doing it. I don't like Debo. Okay. All right, I'm glad I'm doing I, these in I'm the just right not, order. I'm, 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 gonna bit, I'm gonna make a little bit tougher on you okay. now. So Josh Allen or Dak JSN. And a 24 first. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm done. I'm in. You're in on that I'm one. In. Let's okay. do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. And then the last one, this one really, you're in the same tier, so it almost doesn't really count. Uh, it's going to be Josh Allen for Jalen Hurts and Mac Jones. So a little interesting. You're in the same tier, but you're at, you know, you could say, oh, I'm dropping down one and I'm adding, you know, number 30 on the list yeah, or whatever me, number he is. Jalen Hurts, I'll go trade Mac Jones for something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's that's a smooth operator right there if you're able to do that. Yeah. Like for me, sometimes I do trades to set up other trades. So like I'll take a player like Debo Samuel, even though I don't want him on my team because I just picture him as an asset. And then I'll go and say, okay, I'll give you Debo and this tight end to go get, you know, Kelsey or something. Yep. Um, but yeah, I literally, um, there was a, a, twi- a, a Twitter thread out today and uh, I'm, I'm on record for saying overrated player was Debo Samuel. So Yes. Yes. Uh, I love it. The game time HQ. So um, let's go to the next tier. We talked about Dak Prescott, Bryce Young, Tua, CJ Stroud, Daniel Jones. I think this is an interesting one because you wouldn't really consider Tua and Daniel Jones, maybe Dak, you wouldn't even consider them as like options for like the 103, 104, 105 in your Superflex rookie drafts. But they're they're going in the same range as far as ADP. And you you look at like your your uh trades and, and things like that. The, this is the ECR, and they're right next to each other where like CJ Stroud and Daniel Jones are very close. And so um, what, what are your thoughts here about this tier? Uh, it's close for me. So I've got 
Bryce in there. I've got Tua in there. I've got Stroud in there, Daniel Jones, Dak. I have all of those names, but I also have Kyler Murray and Anthony Richardson down in this one. So my tiers are split a little bit because for me, I've got Mahomes, Allen Hurts. Then I have Burrow and Herbert in a tier of their own. Then I have Jackson, Lawrence, Fields, Watson, Murray, or Fields and Watson, and then the rest of those guys. So you throw Kyler Murray and and, uh, Anthony Richardson in this lower tier for me, just because they've flashed some upside, but they haven't consistently produced it yet, right? We've seen Dak flash four or five games, and then he got hurt. We've seen Daniel Jones put together a full season. It's not really elite production. It was top 10, but not elite production. We've seen Tua the first half of last season absolutely destroy. And then he had some concussion issues and then falls off a little bit, right? Kyler Murray, we've seen elite, but now coming off the ACL, how's he going to return? Uh, Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are rookies, right? So we'll see. So this tier makes sense to me because it's guys that have flashed some upside or some elite play, but it hasn't been sustainable long-term, which is why they're in the next tier down for me. You're muted. That makes sense. Uh, Well, I'm going to, while you look up some trades, I'm going to let everybody know about a great deal. Make sure you check out our Patreon. You sign up for the Patreon to get ex- access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first place prize. $1,000. The guys just recorded their first sports gambling podcast stories just for Patreons. Uh, you get chronic, They're chronicling uh, the birth of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. There is even a Discord channel just for Patreons. You, the Sports Gambling Podcast has all, all, has and always will give out their per, their picks for free. The Patreon is a great way to support the NFL, to support the network, and fight back against corporate gambling. Support the SGPN network, not the NFL network. SportsGamblingPodcast.com, backslash Patreon. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com, backslash Patreon. So um, what, what are some trades we have going on with some of these rookie quarterbacks? Bryce Young, ZD Stroud. Whoa. Well, before we get into that, look, it's the 21st of August. It's almost over, and you know what it means. Best ball is almost done. Time is running out to get your drafts in, get your fantasy football team in on underdog. Get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball and underdog fantasy. All you do is one live snake draft. You don't have to worry about waivers, trades. Don't set it. Don't worry about it. Underdog takes care of everything. Try it out with Underdog's Best Ball Mania Tournament, the largest fantasy football contest of all time. That's right, all time. With $15 million of total prizes up for grabs, including an absurd $3 million going to the winner. Do you have what it takes to win? Maybe win all of it? The time is now to find out. The last day to draft your fantasy football team is September 7th, so get them in now. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the App Store and sign up with our promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled of up to $100. Again, that's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so you're looking for, you know, maybe some trades with some of these rookie quarterbacks is kind of the gist. So 
We're going to start with none other than C.J. Stroud, who I think is kind of primed to have a little bit better season coming out the gate than what I think Bryce Young is. Maybe not long term, but it's very interesting because wherever you see C.J. Stroud, do you see an upgrade for Deshaun Watson or a downgrade to Deshaun Watson? Because this trade is C.J. Stroud and Elijah Moore, my personal favorite, for Deshaun Watson and... Ugh, Leonard Fournette, not even signed yet. So, Dave, where are you at? Are you taking Stroud and Elijah Moore, or are you sticking with Deshaun Watson? I'm going to stick with Deshaun Watson on this one. Um, Deshaun Watson, it seems like he's super old. He's the same age as Patrick Mahomes. Um, He's not, you know, I don't know if he ever gets back to where he was, but what you do know, you know, we had this conversation with Russell Wilson. The Browns are married to him for a few years. They paid a lot of money. He's going to be the starting quarterback for a few years, and he has the ability to run uh, on top of being a good passer. And so I'm not sold on C.J. Stroud, and I feel like this is an opportunity to get out. Um, you know, Yes, yeah, C.J. Stroud come in, do well this year, and uh, you know the price that can go up, but I just I don't really see a path where C.J. Stroud comes in and improves his value year one. I just I think that the uh, the offense there is just bad. Um, you know, you got a, a rookie play caller. You got you know Bobby Slavis over there is going to try to you know a, he's his first time play caller. Yep. And then you're going to have uh, a decent offensive line, decent offensive line. So uh, yeah, okay, all right. So you're 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 definitely taking the Deshaun Watson. Well, what if I could tell you, you might be able to come away with, oh, I don't know, uh, Joe Burrow. Would you be interested in trading C.J. Stroud for Joe Burrow? Yes. Well, what if it cost you Jordan Addison an additional first? Would you make that move? Jordan Addison, C.J. Stroud, and a 24 first for Joe Burrow. Yes. Yes. So, Jordan, here's the thing. I get it. I like Jordan Addison. Dave, I know you like Jordan Addison, but here's the reality of the matter. He is not going to be any better than the number two option for the Minnesota Vikings. At best, he might be the third option behind TJ Hawkinson even. So when I look at that situation, while, yeah, he was a first-round pick this year, if I can turn around and use that narrative with a rookie quarterback who, I don't know, we hope is good, but... The reality is Ohio State quarterbacks haven't really been that good in the NFL, right? <laughs> Little helmet scouting. And then a future first that who knows if he hit on that for for Joe Burrow? Like, sign me up. I'm smashing that deal over and over and over again. Yeah, I mean, it's for me, that's an easy one. All right, one more. C.J. Stroud and a second or Dak Prescott. Hmm. So you're in the same tier. Maybe you're moving to the top of that tier, right? If you want to look at it that way. Would you be interested in giving up a second round pick and pairing that with CJ Stroud to get Dak Prescott? I I probably would. Um, I think that, you know, I, I think seconds are valuable, but they're not, you know, it's not a first round pick. And I think if I'm a competing team, that Dak Prescott's going to help me a lot more this year than C.J. Stroud. So I'm, I'm, I'm able to do that, um, you know, if I can't go get something else. Like, I I think Dak is 
He's not an ideal quarterback one, but if you look at this this list, he's he's going to be the quarterback one on a lot of teams, and you know he's back end quarterback one, but he does have you know the upside to, to be in the you know the eight nine range. I would say look at your history of you drafting in the second round, because most likely it hasn't been good because there's not it. a lot of hits in the second round. So if I can take an unknown and package that with literally any second. I do not I don't care if it's the 201 or the 2012 and I can tear up or I can move up the ranks. I'm going to do that deal every single time. Every single time because the hit rate on second round picks is not worth the the risk right now when you can go to a a sure-ish thing in Dak Prescott in this case, right? You're going to a guy that you know is going to produce when he's healthy. He's got the weapons. He's got the offense. Let's lock it up, right? Give that second, move up. That's a great even win now kind of mood, but you're not you're not mortgaging your future by giving up that second round pick. You still have your first, hopefully. You can still make some moves there. I just think that's a great deal for a person looking to try to improve stock and also not give up too much. Yeah. And so the next tier, and I I do want to apologize to this group of characters because I actually like these guys, uh, but I put them as mid because they're, they're really like, they're guys that you don't, you just don't have a whole lot of confidence in what their long-term is. Kirk Cousins, every year they talk about him getting replaced. He's pretty good every year. That he is. Um, he does kind of at the end of the season look a lot better. Like he ends up outlasting all these rushing quarterbacks that get hurt. And he plays and he gets more stats than them, 5,000 yards, 35 touchdowns. But on a week-to-week basis, he's not someone that's a real difference maker on your team. He's just kind of, you know, set and forget it, steady Eddie. And – uh He's a great QB2 in Superflex. As long as he's not playing on Monday Night Football, you should be all right. right. Jared Goff, people were ready to write him off, throw him away. Last year, he revitalized his career. Geno Smith, same thing. I mean, he was like long gone. Came out of nowhere last year. And you could probably, maybe you could put Daniel Jones in this category because people were ready to write him off as well. Um and so there isn't that confidence. The reason I put Daniel Jones in the other category is he just got a longer contract. Geno Smith got a two-year deal. Goff's contract could easily be moved on from next year. Kirk Cousins a free agent next year. So there's just some unknown. And they're just kind of like, this is your, for me, like this is kind of your, almost the end of the guys I'm very, I'm comfortable with as my QB too. Um, so what about this group? If you're looking at like moving off, let's say you're moving off of uh, Dak Prescott to a Jared Goff, Geno Smith. Do you, what do you think about doing that? Yeah, it's interesting because it, it depends on who you're truthing, right? You could go talk to anybody and you give them these three names and they're going to think one of them is the long-term starter. They're going to think that Geno is going to get another contract. They're going to think that Jared Goff is going to get another contract or whatever right? Very few people are just out on all three of these, these guys, right? Which makes sense. Um, The one that intrigues me the most 
is Jared Goff. He's a little younger. We've seen him do it with multiple teams. No matter what the team is around him, he's actually been able to produce good, modest quarterback numbers for us. So if I can move Jared Goff and let's say a 24 first, and I could go get Justin Fields, would you do that? Yeah. See, while the value probably makes sense, are we sure that Justin Fields' longevity with the Bears is any better than Jared Goff's longevity with the Lions? I will say I feel a lot better about Justin Fields this year than I did last year. Yeah. I think it made a lot of sense for them to trade back and get do what they did, even if Justin Fields isn't the plan. They they did a fantastic job with moving that that first overall pick, getting multiple picks instead of just taking Bryce Young and then trading Justin Fields. Yep. But, for sure. For sure. All but right. If they, if they don't do something this year, yes, there is a possibility that Justin Fields. But I I just I do. I do like Fields. I, I think he's, I think he's gonna show some progress this year enough to where they they keep investing around him. DJ Moore was a great addition. You have Cole Komet there. I'm not a Chase Claypool guy. I actually think Mooney is the second best receiver on that team, and I yeah. like the three headed backfield they got. I think that for the value, it's a very, it's it's a very respectable backfield, and. Uh, you know, they, they made some improvements on the offensive line. I like, see, I, I, I get it. I totally get it. So let's move on to Gino now. So you're a Gino guy. You've been a Gino guy for a little while. So I'm going to put you between a rock and a hard place. I know where you're going to go with this. Cause it, it makes sense, but let's say you could take Gino and package him with Bryce young and go get Justin Herbert. Would you go do that? Yes. Yeah. Would you trade Gino for a first round pick? If I if Gino's the extra piece, like he's my QB three, then yes. If um if he's my you know if I'm competing team, G, I th- Gino is like my late round QB this year. I mean, someone said, "Are you in or out on Gino Smith this year?" I said, "JSN, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, yes, I'm in." Like he's he's going to be good this year. So let's say you're like a middle-of-the-road team. You're that five to seven range. You're like, I think I could squeeze into the playoffs, but you got, you're kind of a mixed bag. You've got some older pieces. You've got some younger pieces. And Gino's your QB, too. Are you rolling with Gino, trying to get in the playoffs, or are you moving him for a first? Probably moving on. Um like it's, I don't want to overcomplicate the answer because it depends on the other pieces and stuff like that. But typically, if you don't know if you're a contender, you're not. And so, um, you know, moving Geno Smith now while I can, while there's some good value, like you could get a first round pick. I, I was in a league with you. I got Geno Smith for a third round pick. Yeah, you did. Superflex last year. Yeah, you did. I was trying to get him. I mean, I literally, the guy was just like, you can have him. I'm like, all right. I'll give you a third. He's like, all right. I'm like, what? Okay. Yep. Um, they they just didn't believe it was going to keep going. And of course it did. And so um, I was able to flip him. I did flip him for a first ended up, I think Gino and I think, I think I traded Gino and one ten to go get Bryce Young. So, I mean, I teared, I, I teared up. Teared up a little bit, right? Would you, would you tear down? 
with any of these guys? Let's say, would you tear down for Kenny Pickett? If it's my QB, if it's my QB three. So like in a situation, let's say I got, I got Lamar Jackson, I have Dak Prescott and I got Geno Smith because I got him for a third last year and he's just a free piece. Yes. He's my third quarterback. I'm not going to use him that much. I will, I will get, go down, you know, and, and really you can go with a lot of different pieces, but you know, it can go Derek Carr plus something, but the further you go down the list, the more the plus something is. So let's say I go and trade uh, Geno Smith for Desmond Ritter plus, you know, plus a first. Then I can go and keep Desmond Ritter as my third quarterback. And I use that first at the trade deadline if I'm a contender to go and make a deal that's going to put me over the top. So that's how I would handle it. If Geno Smith's your second, and I'm moving from Geno Smith as my second to Desmond Ritter as my second, I don't like that move. So I would have to go with like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr and go with one of those tighter ones. So like if you're tearing down and someone you're going to rely on, but like I'm not planning on starting Desmond Ritter, he's my third quarterback. I'm going to run those other two guys to the ground. So that's where I'm okay with doing that. And the further you go, the more you get. Yeah, I like doing a little projection when I do a tear down. So I'm, I'm thinking ahead a year and I'm saying, okay, who do I think is going to have a little bit of a value jump? Who do I believe in? For me, I'm going to go in that next tier down, down to Kenny Pickett, because I think Kenny Pickett could find himself in that green tier with Dak and Bryce Young and Tua and C.J. Stroud and Daniel Jones. I think that is a fair assessment. I think it could happen. If he comes in and he balls out and he plays well, I don't think he's moving in the top 10 or anything like that, but he could definitely jump Jared Goff. He could dump, definitely jump Geno. He could definitely jump Kirk Cousins and find himself in that 12 to 16 range. Now we've got the rookies coming in and all that next year as well, but either way, his value is going to go up where the other guy's values are going down. So how can I, how can I get into that swing before it actually happens? So if I can move Geno Smith for Kenny Pickett plus a pick, I'm probably going to do that because it wouldn't shock me if Kenny Pickett finishes at number QB 15 this season, right? So, but that's that, you know, not everybody likes Kenny Pickett. Others may think Jordan Love is that guy. So find that person that you think is going to see a value bump going into next year. And that's who you tear down to and you add. So I'm going to give a little bonus content here. So I got an article that just came out. And so you guys can check that out on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. But talk about a couple guys that uh, my article is 14 dynasty tar- trade targets to acquire before it's too late. And so I wrote this article and it had to go through the editing process. And I didn't write it fast enough because Tajay Spears is already too late. Um, it's already too late. But I put Kyler Murray. He's QB 14, ADP 21 in Superflex leagues. And some trades like Russell Wilson plus Jahan Dodd for Kyler Murray. Like put some trade examples on there. Geno Smith, he's QB 19. And if you're a contender like this, this guy I think can easily be a top 10 quarterback this year just because of the offense. This is going to be a high powered offense. He's got great running game. He's got great receivers. And you could see a lot of passing, um, passing volume just because of going to be really hard to stop. Um, I have on the list also David Montgomery. He's RB 32. He's on the Lions. Go, go pick him up. Ty J Spears, he's one play away from a great opportunity, but next year, 
like next year, Ty J Spears. If you're talking about tearing down, you know, I tear down from Geno Smith to Derek Carr or Kenny Pickett, go pick up Ty J Spears and may not seem like a big piece now, but like Derek Henry's 29 years old. He could be out of the league next year. They can move on from him with the way the running back market is. He's in line and he looks so good. But of course I wrote this piece before he looks really good this weekend. So he might be, uh, might be too late already. Marvin Mims, like we talk about picks, like you can acquire picks or players. I like acquiring picks because they're not going to get injured or hurt. And I can use them at the trade deadline. But you pick up a guy like Marvin Mims. Why was he here 51 right now? Sean Payton didn't really have a need at receiver. And he didn't have first and second round pick. And he traded up for Marvin Mims in the third round. <laughs> like, that's belief. And yep. he always has had a guy like this in his offense. Um, the next guy, Alan Lazard. Why was he here 65? Like, he could easily be the number two target there. Going to be on the field a lot. He's got rapport already with Rodgers. He's got last time he was at Hackett, he had eight touchdowns. He's been rot in with all those weapons that he's had in Green Bay, all the different pieces that have been in there. Al Lazard has been the deep target. When Devontae Adams was there, he was the deep target. And the last two seasons, him and Aaron Rodgers have the most deep targets in the NFL. Yep. And he's also a red zone target. So you can get Al Lazard for literally just a third round pick. That's it. Um, Keenan Allen. This guy could be a top 10 guy as long as he stays healthy, getting him for a second-round pick. Greg Dulcich, people are writing him off. I know Adam Troutman's number one on the depth chart, that kind of stuff. He, Adam Troutman, come on, it's like five, four or five years. It ain't happened. Greg Dulcich, you can get him pretty cheap right now, especially with that. Joe Leverett, we talked about Kellen Moore and how that offense really, you know. Um, and then Jake Ferguson, he's probably going to be starting quarterback, uh, starting tight end for Dallas Cowboys, and he is – getting drafted below backup tight ends. So just a little bonus stuff for you guys. Uh, let's talk about this uh, this this group right here. This is kind of like the, the Brad group. You got Kenny Pickett and Derek Carr. This, <laughs> the, the group above that was kind of the Dave group. Uh, Geno Smith and Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff. Brad's is, group is the shitty group is basically what he's saying out loud without saying it. You, well, listen, I listened to the other episode today. You, you were dunking on me last week, so I had to dunk uh, on you a little bit. Uh, um, but, I mean, you you like Kenny Pickett, and you like Derek Carr. I do. How do you feel about Rodgers and Wilson? Uh, I mean, they're. I think they're going to finish above both of those guys this season. If I think end of season rankings, I think Russell is going to end up being back to maybe not let Russ cook kind of kind of numbers or anything like that but i think sean payton's gonna put him in situations that he can win in uh he's gonna know what he does well and he's gonna he's gonna put him in in that position and i think aaron Rodgers being with ken uh nathaniel hackett it's a familiar offense he's got some hella good pieces the addition of dalvin cook is gonna be huge uh so i think that offense is gonna click and be pretty solid as well do you think they deserve to be in the same category as kirk cousins geno smith and jared goff um yeah probably i mean the longevity is pretty close close to the same i think that it it's very reasonable that that tier could be five people and and now you're making me want to i want to see where mine is uh my screen's hidden though here we go uh so i've got and that's how mine is i've got jared goff kirk cousins geno smith jordan love Derek carr russell wilson in a tier together 
So I put Jordan Love in that tier as well. I'm I'm a little surprised to hear your love for Love. <laughs> I mean, QB twenty is not really Love, but I mean he's QB twenty four on the ECR, so maybe yeah. we should get a jersey. <laughs> maybe, maybe I love him. I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, and it's not even that I hate Love. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so many, so many dad jokes and puns here, but I just was surprised. You don't seem like uh, like a Jordan Love guy, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's an interesting group because these are all guys that were pretty well known guys other than Pickett, but like Wilson, Rogers, and Carr, and they're all on new teams. Russell Wilson coming off the worst year worst year of his career. Derek Carr was benched, and Aaron Rodgers the worst you know year of his career recently and so um you know and Kenny Pickett was the only first round pick last year he's a younger player in that group but um what are your thoughts here about like those guys being your QB2 are you comfortable with that um I, I'm really comfortable with Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson as my QB2 um as much as I like Kenny Pickett I am not ready to depend on him in a fantasy season as my QB2 yet He's definitely going to be better than he was last. Well, I can't say definitely. In my opinion, he is going to be a much better quarterback this season than what we saw last year. I think that offense, there's no way they stay that inefficient, move the ball as well as they did in the back half of the season, and not score touchdowns. That's just, it's a fluke. Uh, Derek Carr, as much as I love him and is beefed up, you know, dude's been hitting the gym. We saw the photos last, last show. Uh, I just, don't know how that offense is going to look. And I, it's not something I'm super comfortable with. And when a guy gets benched and moves teams, that's typically not a good sign, even though I love him as a quarterback. So uh, I'm not comfortable with those guys as my QB two right now. And if they are, I'm going to be looking at moving into a rebuild type situation. Yeah. It was kind of like with the uh, Baker Mayfield situation, I was kind of hoping it'd work out in Carolina and I, and I definitely kind of fell for it. Yep. We'll say this, the Raiders have been a pretty trash organization for a long time. And we can say that, you know, there is some, there's some hope that, you know, Derek Carr is just a, a result of, of them making a bad hire in Josh McDaniel and McDaniel wanting to make room for one of his guys. I mean, apparently McDaniel let Derek Carr go because he thought he was going to get Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, and Jimmy Garoppolo was kind of the plan C. And so I don't know if it was Derek Carr's bad play. Um, but I, I do think that it's got, it's got a good situation there. I would love to see love to see Michael Thomas better. I know he's people love to hate him, but he's good at football when he's healthy, and I'd like to see him play. And Chris Olave is one of the best up-and-coming players. Um, and then Alvin Kamara, only three games suspension. Um, Jawan Johnson, up-and-coming tight end. And then Rashid Shaheed, he's not really a playmaker on a weekly basis, but he is a field stretcher that can yeah, definitely make some splash plays for you. So um, let's look at this next group because, you know, Mac Jones has really fallen out of favor. I think he's probably lost the most stock other than Trey Lance from last year to this year. Um, so Mac Jones, put him in that small group right there. And honestly, I just had to put Brock Purdy in there because that's where the ECR landed him. I think he's he, – I think, I think he's much further away from Trey Lance than the ECR says. Um, and so I think once some rankings are updated and stuff before the season, Trey Lance drops out of this top 32. Yep. I just, he's he's not as valuable as these guys right now. Maybe top 30, but I think 
for me outside the top 32. I just think you can't move him right now. Um, what are your thoughts about this group? Would you be comfortable trading, you know, Derek Carr for Mac Jones and something? Yeah. So Mac Jones is the guy out of this group of three. I think I'm more willing to go with, and it's not because I think he is, you know, actually above Jordan Love. We just talked about my rankings. I don't have it that way. It's more, if again, I look at that projection, what I think next year could look like Mac Jones with a full season of Bill O'Brien uh, with a few more weapons in Mike Gesicki and Juju and that type of deal, Ramondre Stevenson. I could see a world where Mac Jones is in that tier with Kirk Cousins, Jerk off Gino in that 17 to 19 range. So now he's worth more next year than he is right now. He's You're buying him very, very low after a complete disaster of a season for the offense in New England. We've talked about co-offensive coordinators. You know, they're out there with their crayons and their notebooks drawing up plays because they're infants at play calling. They don't really know what to do in that situation. Uh, so he's a guy that I think is going to see a pretty big value jump moving into next season. So he's a guy I'm willing to tear down to. Again, now, like you said, it's a tier below Kenny Pickett. So that plus needs to be a little bit more. But I think from a dynasty perspective, you can find yourself in a pretty good spot come next season. Yeah, I mean, this this group, you know, Jordan Love all the way down. I feel like there's just there's just so many question marks. Like I'm feeling pretty good about 23 all the way up that those guys are all starting quarterbacks next year. Yep. I, I, the, 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 this group below that, I mean, Jordan Love signed an extra contract. He probably is. I can't say with confidence that Brock Purdy is. I mean, you can see Kirk Cousins, if he gets moved on, goes straight over to San Francisco. Um, you know, th- there's not a lot of draft capital in Purdy. Purdy's got to obviously play play well to keep his job, but he's got seventh-round draft capital. It's not really, you know, holding him, you know, down. If somebody else became available, you know, we could see something happen. Um, plus, coming off a major injury. Uh, Mac Jones last year was rumors he could be replaced by Bailey Zappi. I mean, this offseason, people said he lost the locker room. Just because he's a first round pick doesn't mean anything. I mean, people are saying Bill Belichick could be on the hot seat. Um, Sam Howell, fifth round pick. We'll see. Um, you know, they gave they, they gave him the keys to the, the cutlass. We'll see what he does with it this year. He's got good weapons, but at the end of the day, there's only gonna be 20 top 20 quarterbacks. And, you know, he's got to do something to get there. Stafford, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, we thought he could have retired last year. Will Levis, does he play this year? Does he not? Desmond Ritter, second with third round pick, third round pick. Third round, yeah. Um, you know, I think he's had a great situation. And I actually like really like, I like him higher than than most of the guys in this tier. Um, but I mean, third round, and he come from Cincinnati. We'll see. Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been able to stay healthy for a full season, has never, you know, has been very protected in that Shanahan system. What does he look like? So I just, I don't feel comfortable with any of those guys as my two. The the above them, I'm okay with Brock Purdy as my two. We talked about 202, just kind of copy and paste. Um, that offense is just so, you know, good. 
but I just don't feel comfortable with Howell or, or Ritter or Stafford as my two right now. And like Stafford, I, I think he can be good, but like he was terrible for fantasy football last year before he got healthy. And then he may not make it through the season. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, out of these, this group, I'm rolling with the guys that have some legs that can do something that are starting quarterbacks, and that's Sam Howell and Desmond Ritter. To me, Desmond Ritter's at the top. I actually have him at QB 27, uh, so I've got him above all those guys. Trey Lance is at number 30, so you can almost kind of flip-flop those guys for me. And I, I could see Desmond Ritter with a much – better season than what we're giving him credit for. He's got Drake London. He's got Kyle Pitts, new addition in B. John Robinson, a good offensive line, a, a, a coach that wants to run the ball first, a coach that we saw made Marcus Mariota pretty relevant from a fantasy football standpoint and was able to keep the Atlanta Falcons in playoff contention through the first half of the season. I think we could see the Falcons with a much better record than what maybe we're giving them credit for. Uh, so I think Desmond Ritter, like you said, is in a phenomenal position. It would not shock me if he is a like 15 to 18 quarterback from a final season rankings from fantasy football perspective. And it also wouldn't shock me if the Atlanta Falcons are pushing to be the division winner in that in that division. So I really like his situation, the division that he's in, uh, because I think he can come out on top for sure. Yeah, I got him at QB 25, so I did my best to move him up the ECR, but um, obviously some people have him much lower than 31 if that's yeah. his average. So, um, well, I appreciate everybody checking it out. Uh, you know, this this has been a fun episode. We're going to do running backs on Thursday. Um, we got a special guest to talk about all 22 as well. And so, um, you know, we definitely uh, we're getting ready for the season. Uh, if this is your first time, hope you like the show. We always love reviews, comments, good or bad feedback. Hit that button. Yes. Make sure you hit that subscriber button. We really appreciate that. Almost 650 subs. You know, we started with like zero last year. Um, so we got uh, just about as many videos as subs now. Um, <laughs> we're always putting out content, breaking news, rankings, mock drafts, trades, and uh, we'll always answer your questions. So if you had a question or something, throw it in the chat, throw it in the comments. Um, but like I said, if you're listening, hit the uh, hit the, the subscribe button, hit the review button. It really does help us out. We got IDP, auction, best ball, redraft, all formats on the SGPN Fantasy Football, um, you know, the, the channel. And then on YouTube, do the same thing. Uh, appreciate you guys. As always, good luck this season. Cheers.